Oh, sorry. Didn't hear you come in. But now that we got you, why don't you settle in and let us take a crack at all your hardest questions? Word of warning, no advice during this podcast should be followed. Well then, pitter-patter. It's been a long fucking year, I'm staying sober now. I can deal with the stress I get from going out. Going out. Then you call up my phone, you want a night out. No, I want to say no, but you're outside my house. I mean, if you think it's a good idea to make a video of you doing an interpretive dance to Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen, like, I'm not going to stop you. It's just I don't know what you're trying to prove. I never said that you were a bad dancer. I just I just don't think that that's the right song choice for you, my man. <laughs> Welcome to Midwest Midwest. We are an internet show uh, where Mid-Best we take the... Midwest. What did I say? You said Midwest Midwest. <laughs> damn it fucking seven takes and i still can't fucking do it we've been doing this shit for two and a half months i don't know the name of our show ridiculous i'm keeping it in i'm keeping it in okay okay here's a live redo we're mid best midwest damn it i'm so fucking mad i'm why can't i remember the name of our own show this is ridiculous what are we called again? What mid best uh, mid worst? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, here it is. Fucking take twenty two. <laughs> Where <laughs> mid best mid worst? We're in. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh. All right. Okay. Bring it together. Bring it together. Here it is. We're we're a very not good <laughs> podcast where we take the internet's best and worst questions and we churn out some Midwestern advice, or at least we try to. I'm Shane, and it's been one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side, and said you're angry, Tanner. And I'm Tanner, and I'm purposely hungover. Oh boy. Let's hear it. What happened? Uh, Did you have a few drinks last night? Well, those laughs definitely helped. Well, yeah, so yesterday, so with our upcoming kind of twist that we want to do on things for the podcast, I decided to make sure that, um, that I was a little bit dehydrated as well as a little bit hungover because that makes my voice a little bit deeper for the recording. And so yesterday around 8.30, I went and got groceries. And so I live in an apartment on the second floor. You can't one, like you can't take groceries in one go, like with one week of groceries, you can't do it anymore. Like we used to get groceries two, three times a week, but now we get groceries once a week. And so I had to make three trips, 50 yards. Like it's a half a fucking football field away. And it's Florida. It's like, we don't get a break. Like it's It's not hot. It is. And, yeah. but it's, it's not like August, September where it's St. Zanus, but we're at the taint. Like it's still pretty spicy there. And so, I, I, um, my, my exercise and how I measure my strength is by how many groceries I can carry at one given time. <laughs> and, um, in my head, every time we have to take groceries from the outside to the inside, I feel like it. I, I'm trying to impress an audience that isn't there, where oh, yeah, I get in that. my head they're like, <laughs> like, and you can see that Shane's got two gallons of milk and a bag full of hamburger. Is he going and, to try to add on? And and, and the eggs in his mouth. The whole carton of eggs in, eggs his, in his, mouth. his mouth. But yeah, I, I had to do like three goes on that. So I'm sweating profusely. It's 81 degrees at 8.30 in the morning. So I do that. I do some laundry. And so we don't have laundry on our apartment. We have to go like, like they're, they're, luckily there's something on site, but we still, I still have to drive communal somewhere. machines. Yeah. But it's still hot as shit outside. It's still Satan's taint. And so, um, I go and wash the laundry, get back. I start cutting stuff up for some beef stew, go back to the laundry, um, separate it, which I, I'm not a big fan of separated laundry, wash it, dry it. It doesn't fucking matter. But whatever, I'm married, it happens. 
But anyways, I get back home to get stuff going again to like hang up the laundry and all that. I take a glass of water. I drink half of it and I'm like, oh shit, I need to be dehydrated and hung over tomorrow to record the intro. I take the half, the glass, like the half glass of water. I I drink half of it, dump the rest out, grab something from the fridge. It's like 1047. And so I started, just started drinking then. And to make sure I was like dehydrated and uh, hung over today to make sure I had a good recording this morning. Which, to be fair, you like my first recording the best, so it's science. Okay, hold on. Now, now Emily is a nurse. Did you did you maybe run her through your game plan on this? Of Okay, I'm going to get drunk and dehydrated where, where it is 192 degrees outside. And she was like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. Or did you do this incognito? Well, I knew that there was a good chance I might have a heart attack, but I went with it. Whatever needs to be done for the show, right? <laughs> right. Well, exactly. I was like, I have never, like, the thing is, is like, in my personal life, I plan every second of the day. I plan everything. But when it comes to, like, our friendship, like, we're all loosey-goosey. And then that's what I appreciate about it. And I'm like, fuck it. I got to do this. We fly by the seat of our pants constantly. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> our our best, our best. Our best adventures, our best antidotes, everything that's always been, like, great has always been um, completely non-planned. In fact, we had a, the the curse through most of our life where whenever we tried to plan something, it would inevitably fail. No, no matter oh, how much time. thought. Yeah. No matter how much thought we put into it, it would always crash and burn. But it was those, you know, knocking on the door at 930 at night. A, a little tequila drunk and it's like okay let's do this and, and uh, without fail you we we had this inactability to fall into shit and come out smelling like roses every single time and and that was something that was incredibly like i i hate to say but like it's kind of influenced my life as an adult where i'm like Ugh, i don't want to plan <laughs> planning's bad if i try to plan something it's going to fail but if i just go in blindly this is going to work That's- Every that's time. fair. That's that's fair with with the way our lives have gone. It's so weird. Like I have like this dichotomy of like, oh, I try to plan everything in my life, but like everything we ever did, it was always fun and it always worked out. And it was so weird. Like, yeah, it, it, it is weird just how how that happens. I want to talk about Scoob. Okay, now <laughs> normally like Scooby Doo. Like, yeah, I want to talk about Scoob. Do you know that there's a new Scoob? It's not Scooby Doo. It's Scoob. Do you know that there's a new movie featuring our most loved dog? I've seen advertisements of it. It looks great. I have seen nothing about it, and which is why I want to talk about what happens in the film. Who do you think did it this time? Who who commits the crime? I don't. I... I don't know. Like, like my instincts is to go political with this. I'm like, it's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> it's Mitch he's, McConnell. Behind, he's behind the mask. It's Trump the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's but, interesting that they, they, they chose not to, like, go with Scooby-Doo. Because it's an origin story. If I know anything about it, I do know that it's the origins of Scooby-Doo. So at some point in this brave dog's life, he went from Scoob to scooby and, and I, I'm hoping that we get that backstory on what happens. This may not be nothing. This is a terrible bit. Is hey, that, Tanner, you is, want me? To- <laughs> I was going to say, is that is that the whole premise? Is it the beginning of it? <laughs> I'm very know. curious now. Everything's a, like a reboot. Like, I never thought the world needed a an origin story for Scooby-Doo. For, oh, fair enough. Like, <clears throat> but like, maybe that's what we need right now. <laughs> it, it's not... It's not the dog everyone wanted, but it's the dog everyone needed <laughs> in this time. In, in this time, it's I don't know. I I am hoping to see um, Scooby before the the hard drug use, before the bad influence of Shaggy and, and and the gang. Really, like a VH1 special, like where are they now? Where where we get that early look <laughs> life on, onto Scooby? It's like you know, Scooby was an outstanding dog. He was well trained. Um, 
did everything for his master and when he became a teenager he fell in with the wrong crowd he started heavily abusing scooby snacks um and <laughs> constantly getting into shenanigans and hijinks and, and if the movie's going to be that where uh we're, we're getting some interviews about you know what happened to scooby to make him go down that wrong path i'm i'm all for it um now i do not think this movie is rated for children i i do think it is a gritty reboot uh like nc-17 rated so maybe you don't want to take your kids to it um from what i heard you're you're gonna see like intravenous drug use uh you're gonna get some pretty wild stories about is, you know scooby and his uh more former years is this the same movie we're talking about yeah yeah scooby <laughs> the scooby the the x-rated take the director's cut <clears throat> so I, I just wanted to like almost do like a public service announcement for anyone that does have young children. Um, you you do not want to take your children to this movie. Um, I think it's going to lead to more questions than answers. The the Scooby Snacks are pot brownies. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and really, I mean, you know, it, I think we both agree. You know, a lot of states it's legalized. It, you know. It, Marijuana use isn't such a big deal anymore, but it was the the crippling heroin addiction that Scooby had throughout a lot a lot of the series. That that's what I don't want kids to see. It, yeah, it, it it done a man, right? And you know, I'm fearful to see if they if they do cover the little known information about where Scooby do does become the villain. Um, <laughs> and so there's that that that's just left. I, I, it leaves me wondering. Like I said, just <laughs> avoid. Uh, don't take children. D just promise me that you're not going to take any children to this very graphic movie. <laughs> okay, that was a bit. This is nothing. Okay, hey Tanner, first question. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crippling drug use, I went in for a job interview. <laughs> right after that, I received an email from an employee asking for my discretion and telling me to be cautious with the company. How should I respond to that? I like the vagueness of, 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 like, if they didn't give detail. Like, they weren't like, hey, you know, there's a couple of the upper managements that could be a dick. Um, you might want to just keep your head down around them. No, it, it's a full it's a full company conspiracy where they're like, you you need this, to tread lightly. Stay away. Like, this is some FBI shit. Like, stay away. Like, you have no business being here. And shit's about to go down, and so I feel like I feel like I feel like there's a lot of shit about to go down. Like, is there going to be a heist? What during the interview process were they like? Um, okay, so it, it looks like you do have your four year degree. It, it in the area that I can't even think of a four year degree. My brain is shit today. It's so bad. <laughs> you have your four year Finance. degree in, in financing. Um, and that looks really good. Uh, I guess, like, um, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, because we are underneath a RICO investigation right now. So <laughs> if you're not planning on prison, this may not be the job for you. <laughs> like, my um, question, like, my question is, is, like, how does this person know them? Like, there has to be some insider information then. Or is it an ex? And, like, an ex-girlfriend? A boyfriend? An ex-girlfriend, an ex-boss, an ex-lover? Ah, those twisted, twisted tales of an ex-lover warning you about future jobs. Which like, this, this is the best company ever to work for. They have a gym. In fact, downstairs on the first floor, on their 14 floors of a building, they actually have a bar and restaurant, and it's great. But she doesn't want you to have that. <laughs> which is a possibility um you could read the company handbook and maybe uh when you get down to interpersonal you know stuff in the book maybe they do have a policy about sn snitches do get stitches here and that will tell you a lot about the company too if there is any illegal or bad doings that are going on if that's written in there that you know if you snitch you get a stitch yeah, you um, could be too soft. Some, you could have a friend inside. Like, a friend's, like, telling you, like, do not come here because you are a bitch. You will snitch, and you'll get stitches. And so you don't belong here. 
Right, and, and if you look even further, I mean, they, they do have a pretty strict uh, write-up policy with the stitches. Um, I believe that it's like a point system where if you do receive 12 stitches within a three-month period, uh, you can be let go from the job at that point. So you, you want to keep that in mind, too. You want to keep your stitch count low and, and, yeah. and kind of stay under board on it. So, but, but luckily, after six months, the stitch count falls off. Right, yeah. I mean, it's always going to be a part of your permanent record, which is your skin. Um, that's going to show your history, but it, it, you can't be held against you um, as far as that. So you you could be working for the mob. Um, maybe it is a, I mean, a, is it a company of vampires? <laughs> it's, no one knows. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that is crazy. I do feel, however, that we might be dodging the question. And with that, I might have to ask, um, have you ever had to create a game that has not been invented? We've made... Like in gym. (laughs) Like gym class, PE, going back into the days, the glory days. I feel like they don't let kids do this anymore. Um, I'm sure you remember, uh, we're fairly um, elderly and and decrepit uh, old men at this point. But back in our younger years, a uh, freshman in high school specifically, there it was the Wild West of just do what you please. And there wasn't a whole lot of <laughs> guidance at that time. And I, I do remember <clears throat> us being told to grab whatever you want out of the equipment room and just throw mm-hmm. it. Just throw it at <laughs> each other as if it were some type of... In fact, we had a nickname for it called Murder Ball. Uh, which later on was taken away from the school because of uh, all of the injuries where it's like, okay, it's dodgeball, but with like footballs, basketballs. Is that softball? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the worst, the worst thing to be hit by was the dodgeball, like those red dodgeballs, like those rubber things, like left a mark for days. It fucked you up. It, it would ruin your day. It ruined my day. Or the kickballs, whatever they're on. Whatever yeah, they yeah, are. the 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 big rubber kickballs. Um, I would say that yeah, you know, yeah, we have had to invent some games. Even in our uh, later parts of our life, like when we get drunk, we would create drinking games. You know, but I don't feel like uh, being in school is is probably the appropriate <laughs> place to create a drinking game. Um, I think one of the funniest games that we ever played, which should probably call be called Murder Ball, was when we had the sand wedge, pitching wedge, and the nine iron between me, you, and Andy with wiffle balls. And then we, we try to like play tag with each other with the wiffle balls, like shooting it at each other, which inevitably became hitting each other in the shins with... Iron. With golf clubs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. With with just full full graphite hard <laughs> golf clubs, it's just. <laughs> so there's a game that you can play, but that's not gonna fly in 2020. I feel like school. Well, okay, we should probably acknowledge that this person uh, probably doesn't have to worry about this anymore because I'm not imagining that they're probably in gym, and also <laughs> no one's allowed to be. Um, you could play tag where you stay six feet away from each other, which will make the person who's it kind of permanently it forever, and you never get to touch anyone. So I don't think that that's much of a game. Um, you know, that's a, a, a inventing stuff off the top. Why? Hold on. It's the fucking teacher's job. Like, yeah, why, why, why are we creating games? The, the, is it the PE teacher? Didn't he go like to college or some bullshit for creating games? Well, for for, God, no, for, 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 for being gym? like a PE teacher, like he should still be able to create games or like at least be able to like have games to play. Like, I, clearly, I like we don't have any games to play at this point in time. I fucking know that someone's gonna write to us. After I say this and be like, oh, if you know, I actually went to college to be a gymnasium teacher, by the way. That's our full title. Is It's not gym. We prefer the more proper uh, term gymnasium. We are and physical it, gymnasium educators. And we really <laughs> teach you how to use your body. It's like you really don't. You kind of just sit there and you're like, I guess play line tag today. Shoot a basketball. Shoot a ball at a hoop. Funny thing. Line tag. Do you... Ha- like the person that's it, do they have to stay on the line? I've been I've been wondering that this past week. 
Well, yeah, because that makes it okay. not very fair if everyone else is, <laughs> is confined <laughs> to where remember. they can run. And you can just, like, hop ship and just kind of shoot the, anywhere you want. I, I do remember my, one of my favorite uh, aspects of PE was roller skating. Yeah. And, um, and we, th- that was we, we did fun. a lot of roller skating. Like, they brought it over from Esterville. Is that what it was? From so Skateland? we would get skate rentals from Skateland, yeah, yeah, and they would bring it into the gym, and everyone would get a roller skate for 45 minutes, um, <clears throat> which it, it was fun, but, like, it was also a gym. Like, I, I feel like people forget how big, like, roller skating rinks are. They're gigantic. Oh, yeah. But, like, when you're in a gym and you're, like, even going, like, 10 miles an hour on some roller skates, like, it doesn't take you long. You can't really get that speed that you're looking for because it's, like, it's, like, two seconds, oh, got turn. Two seconds, oh, got turn. It's, especially for gentlemen like us. Like, we used to go into the van, the Astra van, for your birthday Correct, to Astroville to, to, to go to Skateland. We, I we used to, like... <laughs> I consecutively had times. like 15 birthdays at Skateland, which was <laughs> at my time my favorite place to go um, because I, I could really show off just how, how good of a boy I was at staying on them four wheels. And I always enjoyed that. <laughs> you know, and, and kind of to harpen back to that first question, Tanner, uh, we, we actually did get another question submitted to us uh, that says, what do I tell my manager as the reason that I'm requesting to be scheduled off next Saturday? Now, they were nice enough to provide a little information for us. So it does follow with, parents are leaving town Friday for the weekend, and I want to have a couple of friends over since my parents always complain that we are being too loud. I do technically have to watch our dogs, but is that reason enough to call into work? Yeah, I've called into work for a lot lesser reasons. And with a lot worse excuses than yeah, I, like, I have to watch my talks. I'm not coming in. And that's yeah, it. I, I, one time, I one time called into work where I said, I'm not going to be in today or any other day. And then I, then that was it. So, <laughs> <laughs> or, or do you have to go into a witness protection program? Whereas you applied for a job and someone creepy sent you an email and now you have to like <laughs> fucking ditch town. <laughs> uh, could okay, maybe what you do is I, <clears throat> are we on the we're, are we on the same page that um, telling telling your employer that you have to watch your family's dogs isn't probably a great reason to call into work, right? It, we both it, can agree to that dep- to an extent. It, it depends. You have to know your boss, like. Like, if I told my boss that, like, hey, like, I have to do this, I think he would understand, but not all bosses. Probably not even the majority of bosses, but... Right. But what you can do is really amplify uh, that to sound like a good excuse by telling him a bunch of worse excuses first. Like, you you have, like, a week leading up to this, and and one day, on Monday, you walk up to him and you go, "Um, hey, I'm actually going to need this weekend off. Uh, I'm a very sleepy boy. I want to sleep. And he's going to be like, absolutely not. That's a terrible reason. No, you're coming into work. And and then the next day, on Tuesday, you come in and you say, hey, um, I, I, I do fear that in the morning when I put my breadsticks into my oven that they're going to be burnt by the time I get home, so I'd like to be home to monitor my breadsticks my breadstick cookage <laughs> and, and again he's going to say absolutely no but then by friday when you're like hey i cannot come in this weekend um we have two very elderly sick dogs my parents aren't gonna be around i fear that they will die he's gonna be like it's a better excuse than everything else you've said this week and you're like, go at ahead this, take the day off at this point in time you gave so much effort fuck it just get out of here like i'm just go ahead shit. <laughs> have you- fun watch did you know that there's something called the grandma effect? No. What is this? So in college, um, when there's a test, there's actually a spike in grandma deaths or grandparent deaths. Interesting. So I figured that to be true. Like I also figured just like you know you you have you have your big test coming up and a, a lot of flu happens like flu season yeah. tends to fall right around that time too where it's like oh i'm coming down with something i can't take the test <laughs> to get it postponed but man what my my issue with always using um 
my grandparents have passed away excuse to get out of things is that is a finite amount of grandparents that you can have. Which is, <laughs> which is great because I've had a friend that used so many grandparents. Literally, he had like 14 grandparents that died. I'm like, how many grandparents do you fucking have, dude? Like, there's no way you have this many grandparents. Like, oh, hey, I, I, I need help with, uh, no, I need help moving or I need help. Um, you know, kind of like scrubbing my, or like kind of like washing off, you know, whatever. I don't know. Right. Some bullshit it, excuse. Like I, I had something going on, but every time I asked him like, oh, my grandpa died. I'm like, how many grandpas, like you have seven grandpas. <laughs> so, it, okay. Realistically, let's do the, let's do the quick math on this. How many grandparents can you have? Well, your parents had two parents each, presumably like at best so, case scenario, they had by default, Two. you have four. By default. Right. By default. Now, if you had, um, if your parents' parents separated and remarried, you could have upwards of eight, right? Eight is the max amount of grandparents that you can have? Yeah, after that, it gets a bit sad. Because you can't be like, <laughs> oh, my, my, my grandpa by marriage... Um, divorced and then re- remarried again <laughs> right. because at that point he's just removed from the family so you can have um, four biological grandparents and four remar- or uh, two remarriages resulting in eight eight grandparents I'm calling yeah. it you can have eight, eight grandparents eight, eight's the most because after that like you have to I don't know maybe there's more because like if you're really close to them and then your parents like one of your parents remarries but then you have to drop some, right? Like you can't have all those great grandparents. Like oh those my God, grand- that's right. We haven't considered parents. Okay, so man, we're getting like, into like math that's beyond if, my if understanding. They, if they so. remarry, but you're not so, close to all of them, though. That would be if your parents remarry. That would be a potential of four additional grandpa and grandmas, or grandpas if that's how they roll, or just grandmas, four extra grandmas. <laughs> um, you could have. So that would be eight plus we came up with eight, so sixteen. If they divorced twice, yeah, but you lose those previous. God. You can't keep. Yeah, you so, can't stack grandpa and grandma's stack. like that. They're multiplying like <laughs> fucking rabbits. So okay, <laughs> best case scenario, which would it, the the best case scenario, which is actually the worst case scenario, is you have sixteen grandparents, which is a lot of grandparents. Now. If that's where we're drawing the line, you do need to be careful um, because it, let's say you live a normal long life. You live to be 80. That's only 16 times that you get to use that excuse. If your boss is really up on your family tree, your family history. It, it's still small. Right. It's a small amount of times. Like 16, that's that's not a whole lot. So if you're talking about spreading, well, let's say an average work life, like you enter the work field at 18, you work until you're 65, that's 47 years roughly of working. Yeah. So 16 into 47, like you could realistically do it about once every three years. That, yeah. About one, you could use that excuse about once every three years and you could float underneath the table. So, yeah, I have to admit that this is getting a bit weird. And uh, we do have someone <laughs> that does like small, like small dark places that they like to hide in. What do you think of that? Have you considered one of your sixteen grandparents' like closets? <laughs> well, if you have that many grandparents, you're bound and determined to have a grandparent that likes likes to be in a closet. Um, is it weird to like small dark spaces? Are you? secretly a spider because it's entrapment if you don't tell me (laughs) and and i've made it very clear i will not stand for that type of shenanigans i I won't have a kangaroo court here on this show um where i'm being tricked by spiders uh to answer their weird questions i don't know is it weird to like small dark spaces i that's I feel Probably, like it's like like how small, how dark. Like, like like are you digging a hole in the backyard like a Labrador? Like if that's so, then maybe. Like, is it your goal to find the smallest, darkest hole that you can fit into? <laughs> like, or or is it like, oh, my bedroom's kind of small, and I like when the lights are off. Like, what what type of scenario are we playing with here? Yeah, I feel like I feel like you might be a rabbit or a squirrel. 
It could be something. Well, like now, you like to I, burrow. It small dark places. I don't know. Do you have any claustrophobia? Uh, absolutely. If, yeah. So by the way, if you or Emily ever holds me down, because I don't know why you and Emily are the two people I thought of, but. If you ever hold me down, Most just know to. that I am coming out claws out, and I might like slice some throats. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> so um, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't like like dark spaces or being held down. <laughs> okay, I'm about to put that on my record, <laughs> my 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 notepad that I keep to document weird things about you, <laughs> and say, do not hold Tanner down in a dark room. He 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 will not Go be a happy shit. boy. <laughs> I, I don't think I mind it, like, mind small dark places. Like, I'm not, I don't prefer it. I don't, I don't well, seek out for how it. Sm- how small is small? I like basements. Basements are one of the favorite things I've ever had. A is coffin? that small? Is, like, is that small? Is, 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 like, 500 square feet small? Because if so, sign me up. I don't think that that's considered small. <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, a room. Like, a normal size room. Um, it's got to stem from somewhere, right? You know, it, <sighs> I, I feel like this is one of those things where like, you're almost one of those role playing people where like, like you put on a costume and like, there's something that you particularly like, what do you call those? Like you put on a costume and you like, you act out like different things. Like a role player? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like a role player. <laughs> How do you roleplay someone that likes small dark spaces? Well, like a like a potamus or 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 like a raccoon. Oh, did you say potamus? <laughs> yeah. Did you did you combine the two known animals of hippo and a possum <laughs> to potamus? I, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you are a potamus. Oh. Yeah, okay, I think you're on to something there. I don't know what, but you're on to something. We don't have, listen, we strive on giving people good and bad advice, mostly bad. And I don't think I have any bad advice, like, because everything I want to say would, sounds like it'd be up your alley. Like, um, you know, you like small dark places. Uh, get rid of your bed, buy a coffin, live your life like that. And, yeah. and then now you have a fun party conversation that won't be fun for anyone else. Everyone else is just going to think you're very weird. Right, or you, uh, can, you can dig a hole in the backyard and just sit yeah, in that. You, yeah, you could dig the hole in the backyard. Um, maybe build a tiny home. You know, tiny homes are very tiny. And <laughs> so, popular. And popular. Now you're being... Um, the resale value is up the roof. You're being incredibly economical with that decision. <laughs> so now, not only do you get your small dark place, you also are saving a little bit of cash, which is nice. Um, try the opposite. Maybe is okay. Have you only ever lived in a small dark place? Maybe you are you writing this from a small dark place right now? Like maybe you've never been outside where it's big and pretty bright. You know, try that. See, you see if like you can it. find a happy medium ground. What's that? <laughs> you might like it. You might yeah. like you might like the great outdoors. Like if if you're living in some type of uh, more real life Harry Potter situation where you're just living in a cupboard underneath the stairs and you're never allowed out from those stairs, I imagine that you would be pretty acculated to like <laughs> liking small dark places. But once you get outside and you're like, hey, it's pretty big and not small and dark. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and, or maybe do baby steps. Um, maybe go outside, but only go outside at night. So now, now you're starting to like big dark places, <laughs> and, <laughs> the, and then do the reverse. The do the reverse, and um, maybe in your uh, little under the stairs closet that you live in, maybe install a light. Now, now you're fucking with small bright places. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of options for you to maybe try to expand the things that you're into. Now. I have nothing further to say about this. <laughs> We've reached the end of the question. <laughs> There's no more advice we can give. Hey, Tanner, I lost my father's engagement ring. And a very serious, a very serious unrelated family problem started happening shortly after this. 
Do you think it's maybe related? Bad luck from losing my father's ring. I, you know what? I'm going to let you spearhead this. Um, so I have two things on this. One, rings are bad luck. I don't think you should ever wear them. Um, I may inadvertently have accidentally throw my class ring away. And so so there's that. So I'm not, I'm not able to uh, speak for yourself, but I've always been afraid of rings. And to go back to Harry Potter, didn't Dumbledore have a ring that fucked up his hand? No, I think he just had a fucked up hand. It's a horcrux. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. No, they found a ring. Yes. It was they a horcrux. It was a horcrux. That wasn't someone on his put, hand. So someone put some evil into that. Well, not someone. Voldemort did. No, the, the, he wasn't wearing the ring. He did wear it. He put it on. No, he... it, and that's where his <laughs> hand went bad. And he was going to die within a year. And that's why Snape was going to kill him. That wasn't from the the horcrux that you're talking about is uh, when they had to go to the cave where the the ring was at the bottom of that endless fountain where uh, Dumbledore had to drink like that nope, poisonous that's a water. Necklet. Nope, that was the locket. No, the locket that was, a was locket. underneath the ice. No. Yes, I will argue with you. I have <laughs> okay, seen so many. Okay. I have seen so many Harry Potter movies. Me too. You no, have the like, ring. This like, is he my put first on, time at Hogwarts. On the, he, he put on. <laughs> he put on the ring, and it, and then Harry came in and touched it. It did like a little spinny thing, and then he destroyed it. No, no, the locket. No, the locket. No, the locket <laughs> was a fake locket in the thing. Like he had to go in the cave. The, he had to go on the boat, and then he had to drink the water. Like that was a locket. It was a necklace locket. Was we, there a ring? Okay, I realize that we have we have sailed past this this person's question, and now we're we just need uh, without using any outside reference, we need to figure out what the Horcruxes were. There was oh, the journal. The okay, the, the, yeah, the uh, journal. Tom, Tom Riddle's journal. Yes, which got stabbed with the ba- basilisk tooth. tooth. Yes, yes. Then there was the, the ring. I don't think there was a ring. There was a, there, there there was was a ring. ring there was a ring, and then there was a locket, and then there was a necklace. There was the tiara, which is five. And then there, there was. Uh, let's see. There's there's seven total. The basilisk itself, and then and then Harry. That's the seven. I said we weren't going to look it up. I did, and you know what? You're right. He did, he did wear the ring. <laughs> yeah. He did wear the ring. Okay. Well, obviously, it's been too long. Okay. Well, then, there's Lord of the Rings, which is also a bad ring. One to rule them all. This is also true. Now, my my memory of the Lord of the Rings is a lot more fresh because I just recently watched... I can't watch a single movie out of, like, a trilogy. I have to watch all three, like, back to back to back. Oh, and fair those enough. are beefy movies. They're um, long. So, my knowledge is... Yeah, they're only three hours. The first yeah. one's three hours. It's like, they're God. All, yeah, I think they all are. Yeah, there it's a it's a pretty in-depth story. So, yeah, there you're you're correct. There was a bad ring on that. So, there's and then, and go oh, go ahead. And, and some shenanigans did happen after Bilbo did uh relieve the ring and, and give it to Frodo. Well, actually bad things started happening as soon as uh Bilbo put on the ring. Fair enough. But yeah. So, I, I I digress. Wasn't on that. Wasn't there a movie called The Ring where they called your landline and then you had like 7 yeah, but that days? That that one wasn't so much jewelry um centric. But that was just landlines are horrible, so we can say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're glad we got yeah, rid landlines of landlines are the worst so thing li- anymore. We got rid of landlines. I think we need to get rid of rings. Have you tried replacing the ring with a lookalike? Or gaslight your father and tell him that he never gave you the ring. <laughs> and, and, and maybe just start slipping that into conversation. Like you walk by him in the kitchen and you're like, hey, didn't you mention that you're going to give me the your engagement ring? Like whenever you get a chance, that's fine. Just go ahead and drop it off in my room and then walk away quickly so you can't have a conversation. And, and, and then maybe give it like a little bit of time and, and go back and be like, hey, I never heard back from you on that ring. That's, you know, do you still know where it is or what's going on with that? And then again, quickly retrieve so he can't say anything. And if you do that over the course of a year, um, then go for an in-depth conversation and be like, hey, uh, I need 
to hold on to that ring for you. Can I get it? And all he's going to remember is a year of you telling him that you had not received the ring, and now it's on him. I think that's a great now, point. he forgot the ring. Yeah. You, you, you got to do that. And it's it's on him at that point in time for him to notice or not notice. Also, you could just be feeling guilt that you lost the ring, and now bad things are happening, which are probably completely uncorrelated. Well, you're just, like, you're just noticing them. Like, that's one of those things, yeah. like, um, like bad luck might be correlated with just acknowledging bad shit's happening because you associate it with something. And so you have a stronger, like, threshold of understanding what's going on. Yeah, twist it. Twist it in your head, and maybe instead of feeling bad that you lost the ring, be happy that you did. Um, <laughs> and just like, I'm glad I lost that fucking ring. <laughs> and, and maybe good things will start to happen. That that ring was bad luck. <laughs> and, and I'm glad that we, we got rid of this cursed object from our family. Well, it does sound like there's a lot of fear going on with this ring. And uh, someone has asked, how do I overcome my fear of driving? You shouldn't. No. Driving is a fucking terrible It's overrated. I, I get that people like to get places faster, but fucking... I, and I'm someone who considers myself someone who likes driving. Like, I like doing long road trips. I, I like... Uh, that's just me. I like looking at the scenery. Now, I do also understand that while I'm going 70 down an interstate, and I'm I'm, I'm gawking and, and appreciating the beautiful sights this, this world has to offer, that my attention is not on the road. <laughs> that's just not safe for anyone. So, driving, driving is just a fucking terrible, terrible thing. And... and you shouldn't live in fear. People who get too comfortable with driving are people who who inevitably end up fucking up, right? You're like, because listen, Tanner, we've we've all been there. I I have definitely done things while driving I shouldn't have been doing because mm -hmm. I felt comfortable in the moment of like I'm a great driver. I've never been into a car accident with someone else who was moving. Now I did back up into your car one time because I was distracted um, <laughs> and, and I did ruin that driver's side door. Now luckily you weren't in it, but my favorite part of that is that when you took the car in to be repaired, they painted the door the wrong color silver and it just never looked correct. And that, that was, it drove you so insane that you had to get a new car. That's my was, fucking favorite. It, it was almost like the um, evidence which you were there and done fucked up my car door. <laughs> I, I maintain, I tried to turn. I don't know why I didn't see it's, it. You had a very little car. If any, if it, in it fact, only I had feel three like doors. Yep, and I took one of them away. <laughs> In fact, I think it's time that we clear the air on this. And Tanner, I, I would finally like that apology for you owning such a little car that I could not see it when I hit it. I, I feel like it's time for you to own up to it and maybe put the water underneath the bridge, as they say. Kind sir, I will do no such things. <laughs> how, how, however, like, driving scary... And I've always dis... I don't. I can't say I've always disliked driving. Like, going on the countryside or, like, like a nice hill is fine. But after I flip my car, not a big fan of driving after that. Like, you realize how much of the... Like, they're a death machine. Yeah, they're... <laughs> they're, a, they're wildly bad. unsafe. And no matter, like... And they try to trick you with, like, the, like, JP Power Morgan Award... For this year's safest vehicle goes to this. And, and you're like, oh, that, that makes me feel comfortable that I know I have such a safe car. And, and and then, like, you'll see on the news, like, a week later, it's like, yeah, someone died in that car. And you're like, well, what the fuck? What's the award for? Well, yeah, because, like, in Florida, like, it's not abnormal for people to go the wrong way on a runway at, like, 5 a.m. Right. Like, it's common. And also in Florida, like, the speed limit's 75, but they go 95 in the left lane. And then they go 60 in the middle lane and 40 in the right lane. Like, there's, yeah, like, that's, that's nonsensical. There's no reason to be driving in those type of conditions. And also, like, when I was in Colorado, like, there's just so many, like, roads that are between mountains without rails. Oh, God. This, it, it, oh, ugh. Now, everyone knows, like, one of my favorite things to see out in public are people just eating shit, falling for no reason. Mm -hmm. And and the 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 more ridiculous the fall, 
the more favorite it becomes of, like <laughs> one of my memories. So like someone slipping on ice and not that funny to me, but someone that's walking and just falls for no reason, fucking hysterical. <laughs> now where I see this happen the most is in the mall. I, I for some reason, whenever I'm in a mall, I will see at least one person just fucking eat shit for no reason. <laughs> and what concerns me is that person fell while walking. And they drove to the mall. You're supposed to expect for me to feel comfortable out on the road with people who can't figure out two legs. And you're going to put, like, three tons of steel underneath of them and be like, good luck, everyone else. No, fuck that. Absolutely not. Walking's natural. Like, that is, like, a human ability. Like, you are supposed to figure that out. And if you can't walk, how are you supposed to drive a death vehicle? That, that should be a fucking question. Like, the second you go to get your license, like, they're like, okay, your eyesight looks good. You did pass the written exam. Uh, just one more uh, quick question. When's the last time you tripped over nothing? <laughs> and if they're, like, within the last two years, you're like, yeah, revoked. You do not get a license. You have to, like, give me two years of being able to just stand up. And then, and then maybe we can talk about you uh, operating heavy machinery on the road. It's like, yeah, yeah. Don't feel bad about being uh, having a fear of driving. It's completely normal. Don't trust people. It's not natural. It's not natural. Like we shouldn't be driving. There is there should be teleporting. Right. And also, I mean, to an extent, you should also be afraid of horses. Um because <laughs> they move too quickly and they're too strong. And they're they're very intimidating creatures. I don't like I don't like their eyes. I don't like I don't like how big and muscular those boys are. I don't like anything. I don't like the word equestrian <laughs> at all. <laughs> There's a lot of things what, about what, horses I just what, not a what fan would of. you trust more, a horse or a car? Like, like to me, I'd rather trust a horse. Nope, I lied. I'd rather trust a car. Horses, a car. Horses have their I've own never mind. Seen a, I've never seen a car kick another human <laughs> thirty feet through the air. <laughs> Of its own militia. <laughs> a horse is just a shittier car in every aspect. It's <laughs> it's it's temperamental. It, it can just... Like, you could be, like, in a car, as long as nothing goes wrong, your car's just not going to stand up on two wheels and throw you from it and be like, <laughs> I'm done. Get off It's me. not going to buck. Could you imagine having to go to a dealership and they're like, okay, yeah, that's a nice Jeep. You're, you are going to need to break it in. And then you try to get in the Jeep and it just runs. You're, it just drives on its own and won't let you in. Well, that's what a horse could is. Could you imagine a dumb test driving a horse? Could you imagine like, oh, like, let me take this Pinto out and see uh, how she rides. That's such a fucking funny joke because Pinto's the name of a car also. Oh, and I, I just want to stop the show and give that. you... That was unintentional brilliance, <laughs> what you just did. Yeah, also, Tanner, I imagine that there was a time before cars where people did test drive horses. And that's, <laughs> so that was a part of, like, for argumentatively, if you take the whole history of human interactions with, like, horses and vehicles, for most part of history, people test drove horses <laughs> as opposed to cars. Oh, I don't like this. Too, too temperamental. Too touchy. I'm looking for a more sporty model. <laughs> oh, I want something with more acceleration. <laughs> Which is just what breeds of horns are. Yeah. Horns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now what happened was... I'm so mad at horses. I called them whores. <laughs> oh, I do not. That that is how much of a not fan of horses I am. But yeah, that's just different breeds of horses. Like like you have your Mustang, the, the sporty the sporty horse, the convertible horse, and then you have like your working horses <laughs> for good for pulling, which is like your truck your trucks of horses. I I don't know. I imagine that you do have to do uh, outside of, like, horses. Like, if you're looking for more of, like, a conversion van, then you were looking at, like, bison or buffalo at that point. Uh, a, a thicker being to get several people up and on. Or, like, a workhorse. It's almost like a donkey or a mule. Like, they just kind of just go. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
you know, your family horse. <laughs> you know, you have your weekend driver horse that maybe you want to take into town and show off, but then you have like your a horse that you don't mind putting a lot of miles on. <laughs> How much does this one have for miles? There's a game I play. Uh, um, a lot of people know that, like in my free time, the very few moments I get, I do enjoy spending like a lot of time in video games. Um, again, when, when I get the moment, which later on in age, uh, life is becoming less and less. But a game that I've really been able to sink my teeth into is Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, where actually one of the premises is collecting horses. You know, it, it's during a time where you have to, you know get a horse, maintain it, you got brush and feed it, otherwise it gets temperamental, you know, you train it, all this stuff while you're out being a bandit. Very fun game. Um, oh, shit. However, it is a game, and, you know, naming characters in a video game can be pretty pretty difficult, which, which kind of comes in from just a quick little question that we had, which is, I, I need help creating a username for gaming. So, my, my instinct is to go with... Uh, old and traditional gaming names which is like um like 42069 like butt slayer <laughs> something along those lines like something ridiculous <laughs> i feel like gaming video games uh, video game names are like the one thing where no matter the age every like any man or woman playing the video game can be as immature as they want to be so yeah it allows you the sky's the limit it, it allows you to express yourself like you said, like four twenty sixty nine. Those are some favorite numbers. Um, I've seen some X's and underscores also be part of names. Or, yeah, and and really, you can use any letters you want. Now, you you did. My gaming <laughs> name is uh, my gaming name. I still stand by it, and I still use it to today. I got a PlayStation Four two years ago. I named it my game name. Okay, what and what's your game name? I will spell it before I say it. Yes, is it the X one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't stray. I know. I know you don't. You're consistent. So, um, it is X A Q U E. Again, for the listeners, I'll spell that one more time. X A Q U E. Now I know what they're thinking, and they're like. Exequa is a pretty dope name, but Tanner, you do not call it Exequa. Please, why would you, you say Exequa? So first of all, I'm ex- I, I'm offended you would call it Exequa or even thought that. And anyone who's okay, anyone, anyone who spelled. thought that's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but you pronounce it Zach. Yeah, it's Exequa. No, it's not it's Zach. <laughs> it's Zach. X can be used as a Z, mm-hmm. and then the Q U can be. K- like that, so. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, my my gaming name is, you know, Z-A-V-I-N. And I pronounce it Bob. Because we're playing by Tanner's <laughs> rules where you don't even have to be fucking close. You're bullshit. You are so bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Silent letters. No, you just you're like one over for every letter that you need. Oh, that's, <laughs> <just> <laughs> oh, that's such bullshit. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, pick something that's always going to be entertaining. Like, it, obviously, um, one of the few times that I will give uh, very real advice that you can follow is obviously, you know, it's not cool. Like, don't be, don't do anything racial or, or, or derogative towards any any group or walk of life of people. But um, be as immature as you want to be um, when it comes to your name because it makes you memorable unless you don't want that. Now, if you want to be able to get on and have like a little bit of incognito, yeah, definitely just name your dude like Kevin1972 <laughs> and no one will ever remember you. But if, if you're in the heat of the moment and maybe you're playing on your video game system – and you are wanting to talk a little shit over group chat, you know, maybe having a name that's not super memorable would be a good thing. Because, like, <laughs> if you are, if you are, in fact, you know, 42069 Butt Slayer, <laughs> uh, no one will forget that name. And every game you go into further, like, they'll be like, I, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, of course <laughs> I remember you, 69420 Butt Slayer. How could I forget? So, if you were to name, like, get a gamer name now, like, if you were to make one up today, what would it be? I'm old and boring, so, like, 
um, I, I, a lot of times what I do is I, I just, and same way for like usernames, like I obviously not email or anything like sensitive that has like accounts I need to log into, but I, I do just, I use the first three letters of my first name, first three letters of my last name. So it ends up being Shaspi. Mm. Which has just been kind of my go-to. Yeah. Um, just a combination of my name and everything like that. Uh, both my uh, first name and last name. Um, you know, when I was younger, I played, like, a lot of, like, MMORPGs, like World of Warcraft and everything like that. And, like, that's where, like, I, I would get into, like, uh, semantics with, like, naming characters. But nothing that was, like, super funny or really original. I've, I've always had a problem, like, naming characters. Like, I think it's so fun to play, you know, games where, like, you get to do, like, that um, development of the character and everything like that, but it's just been one of my downfalls. I'm not really great at it, at, at picking a name. Oh, so, yeah, me, a lot of times my, my stuff's un, uninspired. Yeah, me me either. I, like I said, I always use that. Zach. You say that, execute. <laughs> <laughs> right now, if I were to make up a name, I'd be Mohawk182. Why the 182? Blink 182. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Like Mohawk 182 isn't like too specific. It's very general, but yet. Yeah. It, it, it gets you where you're going. Uh, yeah. Take influence from like something that you really like. Like you could uh, be the gamer with the username of like Green Day. <laughs> I'm Green Day now. <laughs> so there's that. Um you know, wrap, wrapping up this episode, Tanner, uh, again, you know, with, with it just being us, uh, unfortunately, we, we did have Riley that was wanting to jump on this episode. Unfortunately, we ran into some scheduling stuff, so it does look like in, in a future episode, we're going to be getting him on. A great friend of ours, phenomenal tattoo artist, uh, does some great art on Facebook that you can definitely check out. He's great, great, great guy. So, and we're excited to get him on here at some point. Um, same way with Scott, uh, who I think is becoming a crowd favorite with all of his great insights. Um, unfortunately, we just had, it's been a busy weekend uh, with everyone, you know, kind of getting ready for spring and summer and everything like that. People have some stuff going on. Uh, now, I, I do want to kind of bring up, uh, there's going to be a little bit of a change in the show. Uh, just something new that we're trying. Uh, while we do love doing the comedy advice and, and we're going to continue doing that, that's not going anywhere. We are talking about sprinkling in some new style episodes where uh, we kind of back off the comedy advice side and go into some of the more um, mystical and intangible parts of like the world that we live in and everything like that and kind of getting into some uh, fun, deep, like well thought out conversation uh, on different subjects. So I don't want to spoil too much, but it does sound like we're going to be pushing out an extra episode uh, coming up this week where we're going to try out a little bit of that. So I hope everyone enjoys it and, and is excited to kind of tune in and give feedback on it. Uh, just, again, clean house on this. I, I do want to thank the band All My Friends Hate Me for the use of the song Stay Up off the album Metal Butterflies. Uh, a great song. We love listening to it. Honestly, uh, after we found them, they became one of my favorite bands. You can check them out on Spotify. And while you're there, you can also check out our backlog of episode content. We are at episode eight now, Tanner, I think. Yeah. Um, so quite a bit to go through. Uh, you can also check us out at Midbest Midworse on Instagram, Twitter. We do now, we now have a Facebook page, um, Midbest Midworse, where you can certainly check us out where we post, you know, some updates and everything like that, kind of where we're going with the show. So check that out. Uh, Tanner, I'll throw it over to you. Anything you want to say? Um, uh, again, I, I'd like to thank Riley. Um, even if like he's tattooed me a few times as well as you, but like he also has other art that he's able to do. So, uh, at this point in time, like with everything going on, I'd like to plug Riley and just like let everyone know that he's able to do Riley West Anderson. That's Riley West Anderson on Facebook. Go check out his art. Yeah. He's super amazing. He's great. He he's, I I've trusted him with my body and, and you should trust him. Oh yeah. Tell me more about that. (laughs) Is that a conversation for after the show? (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, uh, yeah, he also has great stuff for, uh, you know, for the wall or, uh, you know, a painting, a drawing or whatever. So go, go ahead and, yeah, just, go ahead and check I mean, Riley it, out. It, he, he does amazing stuff, especially for, like, old school, kind of, like, traditional stuff. Like, he really nails it on the head. Uh, and actually talking to him this week, he's been uh, dipping into doing some of the uh, digital created art too, which he has shown me some of his stuff. Um, again, you know, not to plug too hard on him, but you know, with 
COVID happening and everything like that. Unfortunately, tattoo shops are down. Yeah. So I, I know that he is doing com- some commissioned work, uh, artwork for people. So if you're looking to have anything done, definitely check out his work and for sure hit him up if you do need something done. So I, I, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to kind of talk to you and figure out something along those lines. Um, <clears throat> and again, just one last other thing, uh, since we're running a little bit long, you know, send in your questions for the advice. You know, we, we are still taking kind of everything that's thrown at us, um, and we'll try to put a funny spin on it and uh, take things a little lighthearted. So, Tanner, I'll let you... Uh, yeah, again, I've been Tanner. I've been your mid-best. I'm Shane. I'm your mid-worst. And sure as Jesus wears sandals, we'll see you next week. You always get me there. I can't say no to you. I love-